Welcome back to another week here on MWO Sports, brought to you by CoolBet.co. Ryan Drury here. I'll be joined, as always, by Clarky and Steve Sabrin. Lots to talk about this week. My goodness, my boy Tom Wilson acting like a complete goon again on the ice, infuriating the New York Rangers. Their owner went a little overboard with his little typewriter statement there. We'll talk about Jimmy Dolan and his reaction as well. And, of course, we will talk a little bit about the Houston Astros continuing to be upset that people are picking on them for being cheaters and we'll of course talk with our wagering expert Chris Abbott from CoolBet on Corey Connors at the Wells Fargo and updated Stanley Cup odds the playoffs are right around the corner stay tuned here on MWO Sports brought to you by CoolBet.co this is MWO Sports Welcome back to MWO Sports, brought to you as always by CoolBet.co. Ryan Drury alongside Clarky and Steve Sabrin. And guys, I mean, let's not hold off. I guess we might as well just get right into it, right? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, how was your week so far? Are you enjoying the hockey and the completely normal storylines that we're being exposed to, guys? Yeah, I, I'm not looking forward to spending an hour talking to Steve because as we were chatting earlier in the week, Ryan, you said you had nothing to say on this topic and now all of a sudden you want to spend the whole hour on it. So it should be a fun hour. Um, the Capitals and your Tom Wilson right in the middle of things once again. Yeah, and let's let's dive in for sure. Well, I, you know, I don't even know where to start. Um, I guess I'll just start because I know. You know, I'm just really tired of social media and the discourse and the moronic takes. So why don't you stay off it? I should, you know, but uh, and how many and I, tweets? How many? Oh, sorry. I'm going to. How many tweets did you make the other night? Did you count them? I don't know. You know, probably 50. I, I don't know. In, in a three hour span or two hour span. And and it's one of those it's one of those things where I really i not even my goal but i guess my purpose amongst many other fans was just to point out the hypocrisy and how stupid a lot of people are um when it comes to sports and being insanely biased now i know a lot of people immediately because they're stupid are going to write off anything I have to say on the conversation, because as you can see, yes, I'm a big Washington capitals fan. I love that Tom Wilson helped us win a Stanley cup. He was on the first line, by the way. And uh, I, I love what he can bring to the ice as a player when he's not doing things like he did on Monday. Oh, caught some people off guard there. Didn't I? Uh, because apparent, apparently now, if you pay attention to social media, Capitals fans are the stupidest human beings walking the earth since the Neanderthals, which are there some dumb fans amongst, you know, the, the fan group that I identify with? Yeah, there are. Guess what? There's worse ones, at least on your side or whoever side, whatever you cheer for. That's sports, man. There are some really smart fans in every fan base. I can't believe I'm going to say this Arizona coyotes included for the 40 of you that are there. I there's good fans and there's bad fans everywhere. We've talked a lot on this show, Clarky before about, and, and you've told experiences you've had in this particular city about Philadelphia. That's the first North American city that gets brought up when, when people go bad fans, aggressive fans, nasty fans, F Philadelphia, there are some fantastic sports fans in Philadelphia, and I'm sure a lot of them are sick to their stomach when they see guys eating horse crap off the street when they win the Super Bowl, okay? So for everybody that's like, oh, well, Ryan, we don't want to listen to your opinion about Tom Wilson because you love the Capitals. Yeah, I do. I love the Capitals more than I love Tom Wilson, though. I love the franchise and what it means to me more than one guy. What he did on Monday was so stupid. Like, there are some people that are going to go, it wasn't that bad. And in comparison to some other stuff that he himself's done, even it isn't, but it was so unnecessary. I don't understand why he needed to punch the guy, Buchnevich, who, by the way, was a real hero on Wednesday night. And, and uh, I can't believe Jimmy Dolan, that big crybaby at Madison Square Garden, didn't put out a typewritten statement about uh, the horrifying act of violence that he pulled off on Anthony Mantha's face. But Tom Wilson, let's stay on track with him. He didn't need to do that. It was a stupid thing to do. And then Panarin... 
let me just say this. Everybody that's going, oh, Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson could have killed Panarin. He could have really hurt him and all this other stuff. Yeah, he absolutely could have. And I don't have a problem with Wilson grabbing onto him and throwing him around a little bit if he had kept him standing up. He didn't need to ragdoll him and rip him down to the ice the way he did. Like, Tom needs to turn around there and not let his wires cross, realize he's got a hold of Panarin, who's jumping in to defend his teammate, as anybody would. And I would expect Tom Wilson to do that if it was the other way around, and he does. Uh, but when he turns around and grabs a hold of him, he really just, if he had have just, held him against the boards and scruffed up his head a little bit with a face wash. It wouldn't be a big deal, but Tom had to go all, you know, man bear pig and throw him around and, and act like a complete idiot. And he really could have hurt him. Like his helmet's off. Um, and, and he throws him down to the ice. It, it, so for everybody who's going, Oh, Ryan, you just, you just defend Tom Wilson. No, I don't. He should have been suspended. It was a joke. Why couldn't they have just suspended Tom for the rest of the regular season? Uh, it would have been, I think four games, five games, not let him play on Monday or Wednesday night against New York and avoid all of that. Um, but they didn't do that. And uh, the NHL is reaping what they sow. So, so that's my first point. I just want to say for everybody who's going, oh, Artemi Panarin, um, uh, you know, it's uh, unbelievable that he attacked a star like that. Artemi Panarin's wearing an NHL jersey, guys. And as far as I know, there's no rule in the rule book that says you can't hit star players or that star players can't hit other players or that star players can't get involved in skirmishes or that star players have to be treated differently. Until the NHL brings a rule in, where star players all wear practice non-contact jerseys. You're in the fight. You jumped in there and jumped on Wilson's back, Panarin. I'm not saying that that means Tom should have done to him what he did. But everybody going, oh, I can't believe he did what he did to Panarin. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you stick your, your hand in the snake pit and get bit, you can't turn around and cry to mom after or in this case, James Dolan. That's my opinion of it. I thought Tom Wilson was an idiot on Monday. He should have been suspended. And Wednesday night is the NHL's own doing. Steve, I'll start with you. What were your thoughts on the incident and what we saw Wednesday? I'm sorry. I tuned out there for a sec. What? Can you repeat that? No. Um, <laughs> that's it for tonight's show. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I was watching the game, some of the replays and everything like this. First of all, it started in front of the Washington net. The Rangers crashed the net. What do you think is going to happen when you crash into a goaltender? You're going to get a scrum. A scrum ensued. Everybody who was involved in that should have been kicked out of the game. It was ridiculous. Um, and when you rank the things that Tom Wilson has done in the past, it was at the bottom of the pot. I agree with that. Yeah. Because of past aggressions, there has to be a cumulative effect. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the Rangers to me are reaping the Sean Avery history because my goodness, how many things did Sean Avery get away with? Like you, you can't, you don't have enough fingers and toes to count. But Steve, um, you can't say that though, right? Because the, the Twitter warrior experts w will tell you, oh, but you can't say that because of Sean Avery, Tom Wilson is right. And that's not what you're saying. Well, but I'm not saying Tom Wilson is right. I know. I'm saying, I'm saying that the Rangers are reaping from what has happened in the past. And then they magnify it by putting out a statement. Which, what do you think is going to happen when you put out said statement? <laughs> Basically calling for the firing of the NHL official in charge of uh, everything else when it comes to transgressions. Like, what do you think is going to happen? I, I want to... 
I want to save my thoughts for the statement till after we hear from Clarky here and his thoughts on the incident. I'm sure he shares the same type of opinions. What did you make of it, Clarky? I mean, Tom Wilson, God love the guy. I love him as a Caps fan. He's so, so stupid. Well, I want to break it down into two parts. I want okay. to break it down into the Bushnevich hit or punch, which yeah. I didn't think was at the back of the head. I honestly didn't think it was. I thought it was in the shoulder. I did careful, not think he, careful. Clark, I'm just saying what I thought. Twitter's coming for you, buddy. I'm you just saying say what that. I thought. And also, like some people were saying, like he kicked the goalie and he he shoved at the goal. Everyone does that. He got hit from behind by I think it was Van Riemsdyk. Whatever. There was nothing. Nothing. I didn't think untoward on that. Um, and then he punches him. Then I find out, um, and I'm going to just skip the next part, but then we see the statement by the um, safety, what are they called? The Department of Safety. Whatever. Yeah, the Department what of Player Safety. name that is. Department yeah. of Player Safety. Um, that he got a one, or he didn't get uh, any suspension for that play alone. So I'm thinking, okay. I can understand that because he punched him in the shoulder and he didn't really punch him that hard either. Like when you slow it down and you just isolate on that one little thing. Oh, you can't say that. Clark. Sure, fine. But then the Panarin thing. Okay. Panarin didn't get hurt. Panarin could have got hurt. Panarin. Well, didn't... Hold on. Hold on. Have got hurt. Okay. But he didn't hit. He didn't smash his head and die. He, he, he no. did. And, and I think. He should have got one game. But I, and okay. this is where I'm going to go with this. George Peros, as we all know, was a fighter. Mm-hmm. Why they have these kind of guys and not maybe a skilled guy in charge of player safety is beyond me. Like I remember being at a Montreal Canadian home opener when the Leafs visited, and I think it was Colt Nor. Knock this guy out. Yeah, it, it was really it was bad. Aw- it was awful. It ended um, his career. That was the yeah, end. Yeah, it was George. awful. Yeah. Um, but anyway. It was scary. This guy, from what I've seen, likes fights, and he likes to have this happen. He could have easily given him one game, and no one hardly would have said boo. If you guys remember back to the Zach Cassian and to Chuck incident from, a, I don't know if it was last year. No, I don't think it was two years ago. Two years. Yeah, I know. Two exactly years what you're ago. About. Guess yeah. what? Zach Cassian got how many games? Two games for yeah. ragdolling to Chuck. And guess who the first game was against when he came back? Yeah. Yes, the Oilers were playing the Calgary Flames. He likes this. I'm convinced this is what he likes. I've seen an interview with him, the one interview actually I've seen him do in the last year and a half, where he said, I don't really look at um, what um, teams, who teams are going to play when they come back. Just by saying that statement to me, I know he's thinking about it. So anyway, I, I, like, I just think one game would have been fine. Um, I don't think anyone really would have argued the fact, um, especially because, yeah, it well, was Tom Wilson. Well, Clarky, I'll take it one step further and say if it wasn't Tom Wilson that did it, it would have been a non-issue. Because it was Tom Wilson. I agree there. The Rangers jumped on it right away. Everybody jumped on it. And what is everybody talking about? And the NHL is over there saying, look at what everybody is talking about and ride the wave of free marketing. Yeah. If it was anybody but Wilson, this would be a non-issue. Yeah, if that's Lars Eller throwing him around, it's not even talked about. And you can argue amongst your your Twitter selves among uh, you know, about the yeah. the you know yeah. legitimacy so of making a statement like that. But okay, again, Clark, yeah. So that that's that part of it over with in my mind. He could have got one game for just what he did for Panera. They didn't even make a statement saying he was going to get fined or anything. So they didn't say anything wrong with what he did to Panera. Fine. No, no problem. Let's move on to then the statement and then the game. Yeah. So um and and I find it funny just I want to point out again for everybody that's going to say I'm just a blind caps defender I said Tom should have been suspended for the rest of the season Clarky only thinks one game so I mean everybody attack Clarky on Twitter now I don't think Steve don't said he, actually, no games 
Steve said no. So yeah, it's for everybody saying I'm a bleeding caps heart. You can relax now. Um, I, I just quickly, before we get to the, the Jimmy Dolan statement, I can't call it the New York Rangers statement. It's the James Dolan statement. Social media is such a disaster and there it's needs anti-social to, media. There needs to be some laws made around this. And I know there that that's kind of been in the works. If you're the type of person that hates an athlete, and let's take this outside of Tom Wilson, if you're the type of person that hates an athlete and, and tweets directly at them, I already think that's a little lame. Like if you want to tweet anonymously and like not tag people and just say, boy, that guy sucks at baseball or something. Okay, you know, whatever. Tweeting directly at athletes that don't care you exist is borderline silly. The amount of abuse that Tom Wilson's girlfriend and family have suffered over the last four days is utterly puke-worthy. And some of the things that his girlfriend was, was sent on Instagram, it's there for the whole world to see. I can't believe she hasn't logged off of Instagram. Is utterly disgusting. And if you hate an athlete, an artist, a musician so passionately that you feel the need to go after their loved ones and say heinously awful things. You don't deserve to be part of any of these conversations at any level, social media, your mom's basement, anywhere. It is disgusting what's been going on with Tom Wilson and his family. Hate Tom Wilson all you want. I can't stand that he's so stupid. I wish he was on the ice scoring goals to help us win games more instead of doing this. I can't stand when he acts like such an idiot. But leave people's families. I'm like, my God, God, I can't even believe I have to say that. Let's move on to James Dolan, the biggest crybaby owner in pro sports that I've ever seen. I'm sorry. Like, for all the people that are applauding the New York Rangers, and and hey, I'm this, I'm the same as you, Clarkie. I don't quite understand why George Peros is in charge of the Department of Player Safety. I don't understand why the NHL, and you're right, I agree. They love this. They won't publicly say it because you can't exactly. say that in today's society. Exactly. You can't say that you love violence and all this in the sport, even though they allow physicality. And guys, at the end of the day, the only way you're going to get rid of any of this is to ban fighting and hitting. You think Tom Wilson's the only guy for the rest of time in the NHL that's going to lose his temper and do something dumb? I can't wait till it's your guy. I can't wait till it's your guy on your team. I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. And and Steve, you brought up the coup de gras, Sean Avery. And for some reason, people were asking and writing stories, verified uh, hockey journalists, asking Matt Cook and Sean Avery what they think of the situation. What the hell leg do they have to stand on? Two of the dirtiest players of all time. And for the record, everybody... That's going to go, he, here he comes to defend Tom Wilson. I don't want to hear what Tom Wilson thinks about dirty hits in 20 years when he's retired either because he doesn't have a leg to stand on. But the New York Rangers putting out a statement saying that they're mad about not getting it their way. And I understand. I thought he should have been suspended. But putting out a public statement saying a, a horrifying act of violence, horrifying Oh my gosh, it was horrifying. Send Jimmy Dolan some tissues to mop up his bleeding heart. My goodness, a horrifying act of violence. To put a statement like that out, after you paid, made t-shirts of, and endorsed the actions of the crown king of slew footing in NHL history, Sean Avery, is the most hypocritical garbage I have ever seen in pro sports and everybody going, I can't believe that the NHL find uh, the Rangers more than they find Tom Wilson. I've said this a hundred times now when we talk about Tom Wilson, if you have a problem with the punishment that's doled out, you do not have a Tom Wilson problem. You have an NHL and NHL players association problem. The players fought tooth and nail in this last CBA to ensure that no one could be fined more than $5,000. The players fought for that guys. 
The same players that were crying on the New York bench the other night about Tom Wilson's horrifying act of violence. Again, I thought he was a completely out of control idiot, but horrifying act of violence. No one even got hurt. Panarin already had a lower body injury. I'm not saying that makes what Tom did right. He was stupid. And then and them going, oh, he's going to miss the rest of the season. You've got three games left and you missed the playoffs, Jim. You cannot put a statement like that out and air your dirty laundry because it makes you look like a hypocritical tool. He doesn't care though, Ryan. He doesn't care. I know he doesn't care. He doesn't care. But, but I'm telling all the people that are going, yay, New York Rangers, way to go. Yeah. No, not way to go. You can't do that. Imagine you did that. Well, you can do it. Well, you can You can do that. You, you just can do it if you want. Yeah, yeah, but you're going to have to pay. That's but you'll all. get fined. But he, here's the thing. Steve, I'll, I'll recall a situation to you where um, it is so unprofessional to air out your dirty laundry. Cry about calls all you want. Call Gary Bettman in private and complain. And, and coaches and players can say stuff after the game saying, I think it's a joke and whatever. That's fine. To put an official statement out with your logo on it and attack a, a hired league official who, again, I'm not a big fan of George Peros's work either, but I don't work for the NHL, and I'm not part of the NHL circle. Imagine every team that felt jobbed by a call did this. Let me put my Capitals hat back on for just a second here. Two years ago, Fogel from Superbad cross-checked TJ Oshie from behind, three feet facing the boards, shattered his collarbone, and Oshie was knocked out of the playoffs and Carolina went on and won the series. Imagine, I would be severely embarrassed if Ted Leonsis put a statement out saying, I'm so upset that the NHL didn't suspend Fogel for hitting TJ O. I would be embarrassed. And to be clear, I feel so bad for the New York Rangers players, coaches, and now former employees. And we'll dig into that too. Their owner put them in a disgusting position. None of them agree with this statement. They might all think it, but they don't agree with putting this out. Unbelievable. Clarky, 1993, let me take you back to a sad time. Leafs think they're going to the Stanley Cup final. Game six, the star of all stars, Wayne Gretzky, high sticks your boy. Imagine the Maple Leafs came out after and said, I can't believe the NHL, Carrie Frazier didn't call Wayne Gretzky for a high... Like, that is so embarrassing. And Steve, I'll say this to you. You'll recall, I had a bit of a disagreement, I don't know, two years ago with one of our coworkers in the office. We had a little bit of a heated argument. I felt bad about it. And I got said coworker a, a nice bottle of wine and we patched things over privately. I didn't go on social media and go, coworker X, who I happen to hold in extremely high regard and consider a friend, and that's why I felt bad. I didn't go on social media and air my dirty laundry out. I would have expected to be fired. And so for everybody going, I can't believe the New York Rangers uh, got fined for that. You try doing that at your job then. How stupid are you, James Dolan? And all the people defending the statement. I agree that I don't think George Peros is good at his job. You can't have teams coming out and make statements like this. No matter how true you hold them to be. This is so embarrassing. Oh my goodness. I Of all the examples I could come up with. of Clarky, you could come up with a thousand as a Leafs fan. Of bad calls. Non-suspensions against your players. The team doesn't come out, and this is an original six team. This is something I expect the Arizona Coyotes to do on top of missing paying their players and staff. Like, this is the New York Rangers. This well, guy and is the funny such part a is like their battle is with the uh, with with the guys right down the street from them in New York. Like it's that quite they, the battle setting up. Like that Dolan, they put in power. Dolan seems like to me, I don't know much about this guy. I know um bad owner. He seems to me very similar to Harold Ballard. And I lived through Oof. that. He seems very similar. You know, just with firing John Davidson and, and Gorton, the GM, like just like you can't tell me it was a coincidence that you fired them that day. You couldn't Tell me that. 
there was obviously some stuff going on. Those guys probably said, what the heck are you doing? Why did you send that? Or whatever. There had to be a discussion. He just like this team probably in a normal year would have made the playoffs. Let's be honest. They're a better hockey team than the Montreal Canadiens who are going to make yes. the playoffs for the second year in a row. Undeserving in my mind, but that's fine. We won't go there. We, yeah. we just have to make sure they don't get by the first round this year. No, that's... this guy seems like Harold Ballard. And if he is, and a lot of people who I know who actually are Ranger fans say he is like Harold Ballard, this team and franchise is this is the beginning of the downfall of the Rangers in my mind. Take a look at what he's done to the New York Knicks for years. And right. I mean, they're finally relevant again. I'll, I'll say this. Um, it makes no sense. And if you want to tell me if you're James Dolan, if you want to tell me that you actually had this plan in mind and that you are disappointed with the performance of the team, first of all, that means you're absolutely out of your mind. This is two years after the team put out a letter saying we're going to rebuild. Yeah. The rebuild's done after two years. Right. Really? And they, they have some talent. They have, they, they are sort of in, I, I don't know if I would say in the position the Leafs were in, but they don't have sort any, of. That, yeah. The Leafs did some nice tweaking, I think, this year, not to get onto the Leafs, but the Rangers, I think, need a little more toughness too in their lineup um, to complement it. But it's 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 in progress, as you said. What do they think? They're going to get the first pick last year, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're going to win the cup? Like, what the heck? Well, that's the thing. Rebuilds, to, and you can read, there's tons of stories out there. Frank Saravalli put a good one out uh, today, and there's uh, stuff in The Athletic. Other GMs going, I can't believe they did this. Re re rebuilds take more than two years. They yeah. attracted one of the top free agents of all time in Artemi Panarin to sign their long-term, Gorton and John Davidson. They they got Lafreniere. They got Truba to come there. They've got two of, they've got an incredible young goaltending prospect there That's that looks like he's legit like uh, what is going on here and and it's a weird year and yeah they're not going to make the playoffs i believe i read somewhere they're going to be one of the only teams in history i think this has only happened two times now that have a plus 30 goal differential and they're going to miss the playoffs mm -hmm. in they a normal a year they, yeah they did have yeah. a terrible start a bunch of rookies right the average age of their team's like 24 years old yeah. so if you're firing guys because you're not happy with their progress I don't understand. And why'd the president have to go? John Davidson is one uh, of the most is, beloved hockey yeah. people in the business. My cousin, Brad, who we've had on the show down in Columbus, John went down there to help them reset the franchise. He did a great job. And then he wanted to go back to New York because he loves the Rangers. He's got deep ties there. Why'd he have to get fired? Because, because James Dolan had a temper tantrum right. and crapped in his diaper when those two went to other NHL executives and said, we want nothing to do with this insane yep. statement yeah i'm so no, and I, totally agree. I love washington so much i love chelsea i love the new england patriots i if any of the teams i cheer for put a statement like this out i would be so embarrassed and it's tough too because i mean as hockey lovers you know if they don't say something then they're assumed to be backing the statement and then all of a sudden nobody wants to touch it Right. So, I mean, a little bit of self-preservation costs them their job in New York. Will they land somewhere else? Oh, yes. Better, better possibility now than staying quiet JG. and being blackballed uh, with such a statement released. I, you know, releasing a statement like that, we've seen it done by coaches, general managers, uh, Jerry Jones of the NFL. How many times has he come out against the league? Um, and they do it and they say, we disagree with that, but this one was so stinging and so, you know, almost to the point of, you know they what? They named a guy. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very You, you want to run the league. Here's what needs to be done. Blah, 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 blah. Like you're right, Ryan. If, if someone walked into the boss's office and started, you know, f uh, finger pointing and saying, this is the way we're going to run it. And this is what needs to be done. You wouldn't last the day. Um, no, and it just, and I mean, not even thinking about the consequences of the fine, because now you have less money to put into the team.
Which, I mean, 250 large, James Dolan doesn't care about it. I mean, he's going to... But, but, but that's, that. that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. If you don't care about, oh, it's just $250,000. Oh, it's just a third-line winger. Uh, it's just the third-round draft pick. It's the mentality. Hello, Harold. Yeah, it just... It, it makes you look so dumb. And I almost wish Sean Avery was still playing for the Maha because you know that he would have slew footed TJ Oshie last night, which by the way, TJ Oshie should be the story we're all talking about. His father passed away from Alzheimer's, a terrible degenerative brain disease. Everybody loved coach Osh. Um, I, it's, I feel awful for him. And he comes back the day after and scores a hat trick. The first hat trick of, of the Washington capital season. I was incredibly emotional as a guy who lost his dad, very young to extremely unfortunate circumstances. Um, at, I, you know, I, I was really emotional last night and I was so happy for Osh. That's the story. I wish mm-hmm. we were all talking about, um, and, and crybaby James Dolan had to, uh, crap all over that. Didn't he? I just, um, you can't do this because it, it and I wish Sean Avery was still playing for him because he would do something horrifically violent, horrifying act of violence as James put it on his typewriter. And, there wouldn't be anything said, but you know, and this isn't a unique thought guys. So no one applaud me, but I believe in this. Other people have started tweeting this and I completely agree. The biggest thing that's embarrassing about James Dolan's statement. And I will not say New York Rangers because this statement is not reflective of the players and the coaches. The biggest thing that's embarrassing to me about his statement is that he went on this big paragraph tirade about how he was sad and just couldn't believe they didn't suspend Tom Wilson, which I agree should have been suspended for his horrifying act of violence. But in the spring, or the spring, before the season, the New York Rangers, I bet you guys remember this, held a team Zoom function with young star defenseman Keandre Miller, who happens to be black. And he had the N-word thrown at him in that Zoom meeting a good 700 bajillion times. Their star young defenseman was viciously, racially abused for an hour on this Zoom call to interact with fans. Team barely made a peep about it. Team barely said anything. I'm I'm horrified at that Tom Wilson punched my player, but my star young defenseman got racially abused. I'm awful quiet up here in my MSG office. Tony D'Angelo, th- that meat stick, causing all so- sorts of political discourse and dressing room discourse, punching his own backup goaltender. Barely <laughs> a statement about that. A guy who, by the way, has a history of racially taunting teammates in the OHL, which he was suspended for. Don't have much to say about that. I don't have much to say about that. But Tom Wilson's horrifying act of violence just put me over the edge. That is so embarrassing. Do you guys think we're going to see a little... um, revival of an enforcer in 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 teams and trying to get i mean let's be honest the leafs were were slammed mm. the last couple of years for not being tough enough uh yeah they got some better tougher players for sure but they're i mean let's be like the biggest guy they got for team toughness is wayne simmons and he can be an enforcer you but he can play hockey yeah i know no i'm not talking about the dough heads i'm just talking about like tough guys who can fight and maybe maybe the enforcer won't come back but will fighting make a little bit of a of a comeback in the game because let's be honest it has been pretty much eliminated lately just because of the the so two things the course of play and the young guys coming up just don't fight anymore, right? Um, so it's harder for them to all of a sudden get in the NHL and fight. But I just kind of think that teams are now realizing we need to have some toughness. We need to have a guy who, if Tom Wilson does something to somebody, someone's going to go out there and get him. Um, what do you think, Steve? Yeah, you know, it's it, it's a different kind of toughness, and I think 
you know, uh, the Kachuk in Calgary is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Not a guy who will drop the gloves and go toe-to-toe at a moment's notice. No. We'll just grind in the corners and get under your skin the right. But that's way. worse in my mind, Steve. That's not the guy I'm talking about. I think that's worse, and I think that that makes people want to get those tough guys to, to – yeah, but not only stick Kachuk, up for those guys, but to go after those kind yeah, of guys. Yeah, but Kachuk does it within the rules of the game. For like, now. For now, yeah. right. Sometimes. Uh, like, I mean, that and that's um you know, the the the, the little behind the scenes jabs, the the little taunting, you know, just enough to get under the skin, not enough to draw the penalty. Um and yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think teams can afford uh, uh, afford an enforcer anymore. Um, Agreed. Yeah, it takes away from. I'm not talking yeah. about the guys who just bite. No, I but, know what you're saying, Clarky, and, and, and I agree. They're few and far between. I get it. But yeah, I just they, think they that are. There might be some. I well, don't know. And just to take your point further, Clarky, about saying about the younger guys coming up and and they're not involved with that. There is such a heavy hand to fighting in the junior ranks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. There's no there's no way I know. to build that mm-hmm. sort of dimension of the past game. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. That's that's the thing with Tom Wilson. He's the boogeyman right now. He's a unicorn, Ryan Reeves, but he's even more unique than Ryan Reeves cuz Ryan Reeves can't play hockey. He sucks. Come on. I respect what he does, and he's a tough guy. Oh, Tom there's Wilson's. A, there's, a, there's an example, though, of the guys Tom, I'm talking yeah. about. Well, Tom and Wilson's. Where are they in the standings? Where's Vegas? Yeah, and he barely plays. Um, yeah, but he's there. He's there, but Tom he's Wilson's there. an infin- infinitely better, better no, hockey no, no, player oh, than him. Oh, no question. No and, question about that, man. I don't have any, any qualms with that. And let me just be petty. Let me just be Tom Petty for just a second here. And the, and again, I I can't stand it when Tom is such an idiot and does this to himself and his team and the sport. I can't stand it. He should have been suspended. But let me just say it again, and it doesn't make what he does right. The New York Rangers tomorrow, if Tom Wilson was released, James Dolan would be on the phone breaking the keypad to dial Tom Wilson's home number to sign him to play for the New York Rangers. And then I wonder where all you bleeding hearts on Twitter would be then. And oh, by the way, like I said, you have an NHL problem. No one gets suspended anymore. Did anybody see Sidney Crosby play basketball with Travis Konechny's head the other night? Awful quiet night for the Twitter player safety warriors that night. Boy, it was kind of unbelievable that happened the night after. It's not unbelievable. Sid does that all the time. He never gets suspended. Okay. He never gets suspended. They suspended Ovechkin 700 times earlier in his career. Okay, Captain Boy, your your, your bias is coming out a little bit there. But I I hope it is. And speaking of capitals, (laughs) I know we may never find out. Well, maybe we will find out. Did their Twitter person get fired? I don't know if they because that was person. a terrible tweet. Can I? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you, Clarky. Whoever you want to said explain that to the audience what it was so stupid after the incident with Buchnevich and Panera, and we got we got a little time here. He, someone with the Capitals Twitter account, whoever runs it, tweeted out a really bad tweet of Tom Wilson living rent free and Capitals choose violence and. Oh my god! And and I was embarrassed. I thought that that was so stupid. It's not nearly as bad as what James Dolan. No, did, no, I'm not saying it is. But I'm just saying like, it that's... was super embarrassing. They yeah. shouldn't have done that. I don't know if whoever was responsible for that got fired. And again, I don't know if that warranted being fired. But oh yes, I certainly think it... punished. Honestly, okay, fine. I think it does. Fine, it, it, it fine. would be like the mascot running out on the ice with a bouquet of roses. Yeah, giving it to Tom Wilson after the incident. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, you that would not be good. You, you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. The, yeah, you can't do that from the Capitals Twitter side of things. You cannot do that. And you also can't cry and publicly whine every time a call doesn't go your way well, uh, you, on the other side. Of course you can cry and whine. 
No, yeah, you can cry all you want. You don't, you don't put out an official statement with the team logo on it and air dirty laundry like that. Well, you can say, you can say, you know what? We didn't agree with the call. You can say that all you want. Absolutely. Calling for somebody to get fired and naming them outright. No. One last thing, please, Clarky, indulge me. For all these people that are saying Tom Wilson's scared of all the tough guys, and if Colton Orr was still on the Rangers, he would have ran away from him and never fought him. Oh, and he's scared of this guy. He won't fight tough guys. Let me just read off some of uh, Tom Wilson's career fight card. As a 19-year-old, Ryan Reeves. A couple years later, as a 21-year-old, Ryan Reeves. Two years ago, current teammate and noted mutant, Zdeno Chara. Matt Martin four times. Luke Shen twice. Luke's brother Braden a couple times. Patrice Cormier. Tom Wilson scared. Shove it. You'd want him on your team tomorrow and you'd buy his jersey. But Tom, you're so stupid. Stop doing that. Uh, All right. We got to move on, guys. Uh, When we come back, we will chat with our wagering expert, Chris Abbott. And of course, we got to talk a little bit about the Houston Astros again. Boy, the tears in the sports world are falling like rain, are they not? Great to have baseball back on and the Astros just can't take the heat for being cheats. We'll talk about that next here on MWO Sports brought to you by CoolBet.co. This is MWO Sports. Welcome back to MWO Sports, brought to you by CoolBet.co. Ryan Drury still alongside Clark and Steve Sabrin. Boy, that was a long opening segment. Uh, I'm glad you had something to say about it, Ryan, because I was worried Uh, there, because all our texts the last few days, I have nothing to say about this topic. Nothing, uh, absolutely nothing. Well, folks, you just heard nothing. Yeah, you just heard a lot of nothing, eh? Um, all right, uh, let's talk a little baseball here before we dig into the uh, the Houston sure. Astros. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys something. A really cool moment the other day. John Means, who has had a very interesting road on the way to Major League Baseball and is becoming a star, throws a no-hitter the other day. I believe it was the 10th in Baltimore Orioles history. Uh, really cool moment, uh, but... It could have been a perfect game if not for the dropped strike three rule uh, that occurred. What is your guys' opinion of this? Because as a newer fan, I'm not an expert on anything, let alone baseball. As a newer fan, tell me about this rule and and do you agree with it? How, about how a guy, you know, he threw a strike, they dropped it, and you can advance to first base, and they missed the throw. Do you think that that should count or you should be allowed to advance to first? Because he would have had a perfect game. Well, catcher's got to make that play. Yeah. Like, it's not a perfect game. Guy reached base. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's part of the simple. And and Ryan, the rule isn't just if the catcher drops the ball. If the ball girls into the dirt and they swing on the third strike, you still got to tag out the batter or throw it down to first. If it doesn't come into the catcher's glove clean, Right. You got to make that. It's it's the third strike rule. So, and here's the thing is those pitches, you know, your sliders, your sinkers, your fork balls, anything going into the dirt like that, that's the type of pitch you want to throw on a third strike mm-hmm. because the batter is going to be, you know, expanding his strike zone and trying to get contact on any ball. Uh, so as a catcher, as a battery, you practice it that day in and day out, blocking balls and throwing down to first. You got to make that play. Yeah, it's too bad. Luis Severino, I mean, hey, it's it's still a cool moment. It's a no-hitter for one of my favorite pitchers right now. And that's the other thing about the perfect game. If you take that rule out, you lessen the perfect game. Yeah. There's a reason why yeah, the- Exactly. 27 up, 27 down. That's the rule. And it's nowhere near as bad as having an umpire blow it after eight and two thirds. And that happened before too. Let's, let's remember that. That's bad. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that is bad. Speaking of bad, I I think, you know, we're all on the same page that 
cheating is bad in its many different forms, whether it's PD use in baseball or, or what have you. And um, the Houston Astros, of course, did a lot of that in 2017 on route to a world series. And, you know, there are guys like Alex Bregman that don't seem to care. And he's putting up with the heat, just fine smoking home runs in Yankee stadium this week. But some guys are really down and they're really hurt that fans are upset that they cheated, including one time star uh, second baseman Jose Altuve, because you can't call what he's doing in a stat line star stuff right now. And and Mr. Correa as well. And boy, are they at, their feelings are so hurt. They've asked Major League Baseball to stop letting fans bring inflatable trash cans. <laughs> that is the best. They a guy in New York ordered an Oscar the Grouch uniform with a blow up trash can and stadium security came and took it from him because the Astros have allegedly gone directly to MLB in the most James Dolan-esque thing you can do and complain and whine to the league that, oh, that we don't like it, that they're making fun of us because we cheated. It's so heinously lame. Like, oh, my God, like. I honestly think that Kleenex brand should sponsor the Houston Astros. Like dry these guys. I, uh, I honestly already. hope I honestly hope it's it keeps going as long as these players are playing in the major leagues. Yes. They I deserve agree. it. They I deserve agree. it. They cheated. Uh and I, I'm still one to believe that Altuve did have wires on him. I really think he did. Um why shouldn't you believe that, Clark? Exactly. Exactly. And you know they what? cheated, they got caught, and they didn't get caught with electronic devices, but they didn't pay a price, Ryan. They didn't miss a game. No one got General suspended. Manager did. No, not one player paid the price, and they need to pay the price. And I'm sorry, but I hope they they get it the rest of their careers. Yes. They need to give Oscar the Grouch back because if if they're taking Oscar the Grouch away from the fans for calling players uh, for, for what they did, then you got to let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. If you can't make fun of the proven cheaters, then... I I agree. I, I understand your take there. And I mean, Pete didn't even do what he did while he was playing, so... Yeah. Oh, Houston, dry your tears. It's unbelievable. I hope James Dolan gets invited to their season end party so that they can all dry each other's tears. It's unbelievable. All right. Uh, we'll take one last quick break. We'll come back and we'll chat with our wagering expert, Chris Abbott from cool bet on a number of good things to lay some money down on this weekend. Stay with us here on MWO sports brought to you by CoolBet.co. This is MWO sports. Back to wrap things up here on MWO Sports, brought to you by CoolBet.co. Ryan Drury alongside Steve Sabrin, and we welcome in our wagering expert, as always, Chris Abbott from CoolBet. How you doing, Abbott? I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing this evening? We're doing well, man. Excited about some more heat to lay down this weekend. Uh, let's start, though, with the NHL. We've talked a lot about it today. Uh, well, really, we've talked about Tom Wilson all day. But uh, let's talk about Stanley Cup odds. The playoffs are right around the corner. Where are we sitting with the odds? Has anybody jumped up a couple spots? What are we looking at? Yeah, the Avs are kind of pulling away, actually. And uh, I know producer Adam will be happy to hear about this, but uh, they're plus 425 favorite. That's, uh, that's the shortest they've been all year. Um, there's, you know, obviously for good reason. And then you've got Tampa Bay and Toronto, both seven to one. Carolina down to plus 750 now. They were like plus 1300 just a couple of weeks ago. I was talking about them then. Um, obviously, some other people have gotten on board with the Hurricanes. So I think they could be a long shot. But then. You'll notice that I haven't talked about anybody from the East. So you've got Boston at 10 to 1, Washington at 14 to 1, Pittsburgh at 17 to 1, and the Islanders at 21 to 1. And they're all in this group uh, behind all those other teams. And I think that's been one of the most competitive divisions. It's one of the best defensive divisions. And, uh, you know, if you can get the goaltending performances, uh, it, one of those teams could be an excellent long shot. Yeah, man, Pittsburgh at 17 to 1. As much as it pains me as a Caps fan to say that, you got to respect Sid and Gino and the group. And man, at 17 to 1, that's a pretty nice sounding bet to me. Uh, let's move on. Wells Fargo champion. 
championship. Our boy Corey Connors after round one, two under, uh, having a great opening round, tied for 17th. Mr. Lefty, Phil Mickelson. It's only Thursday. He's at seven under to lead the group after day one. Kind of nice to see Lefty up there. Uh, what are the odds there? And I mean, is is it worth laying down some heat on our boy Corey, who's got a street sign here? Uh, well, hey, maybe Phil put down some money on himself. We know he likes to dabble a little bit, so maybe he put a chunk down on himself and knows he has to win the tournament. But, uh, hey, last week when I talked to you guys, you asked about betting, and I said Corey Connors, his top Canadian, is a great bet. Uh, again, this week, I think it was like minus 105 to be the top Canadian. I hope people got in on that. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been absolutely outstanding, and it's a great story, obviously, in your area especially. And, uh, yeah, I'll, always back this guy, and especially in the next couple of tournaments like get a get like a top five and a top 10 bet on them you'll you'll get a decent price and like i said keep pounding top canadian until the books adjust absolutely until somebody catches up with them here in the great white north he is the man to lay the heat down on and he is the man for betting advice and that's why we have him on this show chris abbott from cool bet hey buddy i know you're going on vacation enjoy that and uh, we wish you the best there and thanks as always for the great work you do here for us bud yeah, I'm going to try and get a vacation out of it. It's been uh, almost two years since I've taken one. Uh, oh. So our, our friend Pat Gregoire will be with you guys for the next couple of weeks, uh, and he loves to talk golf. So uh, he'll have plenty to say about Mr. Connors, I'm sure. I am marking that down. I'm excited to chat with Pat, and we're excited that you guys continue to watch and listen. Remember, you can listen to this show live on CKNX AM 920, cknx.ca, Friday nights at 6, unless the Leafs play on a Friday at 7. We will start at 6.30, leading into Leafs pregame at 6.30. Remember, I know the playoffs are around the corner. We will air every single Leafs game right here on CKNX. You can catch all those, and if the Leafs aren't playing or the Jays are earlier or later than them, we air Jays games as well so catch the jays on cknx you can follow us on social media at mwo underscore sports watch the show friday nights at eight sunday nights at nine with our friends on whiteman tv and of course catch the show on our youtube channel debuting friday nights at nine i'm ryan drury for our buddy chris clark steve sabrin our wagering expert chris abbott from cool bet we appreciate you guys listening to mwo sports brought to you by coolbet.co <laughs>